But are stock trading bots profitable has 100% to do with, is your strategy profitable? If you have a profitable strategy, you can stick it in a bot and let it execute all day and all night. If you have a unprofitable strategy, you can stick it in a bot and let it work for you all day and all night. Both of them will return exactly what the strategy is meant to do. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you ready to finally learn how the market really works? Well, now's your chance. I have a free book for you over at secretinvestingbook.com. And this outlines 13 of the biggest secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know, like how to get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. This is everything you're going to need all in one place. And the way to get this is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. Now, this book is free. It is free for you. I paid for the book. I just need you to help me out by covering the shipping from our office to your house. So go to Secret Investing Book right now, get your free copy today, and I'll ship this out right away and you can get the positively unfair advantage in the stock market by reading these 13 secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. So get your free book over at secretinvestingbook.com today. The How to Trade Stock Assumptions podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10 minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Good afternoon, traders. Don't adjust your phone or computer, whatever you're watching this on. Yes, my camera colors are not right right now. Usually when this happens, I just need to restart my PC. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to be late for the trading room. I better get to it. So we're in almost black and white monochrome vision today. How is everybody doing? Good afternoon, Michael Beeson. How are you, sir? Good to see that you are here. I see several people are online today. Um, man, I took... I, I, I had a long conversation with Victor this morning, doing some consulting with him. And one of the things we talked about was trading dish last week. Trading dish last week was really interesting and just a case study of why we follow our rules, right? Good afternoon, Isaac. Good afternoon, Brian. Glad you guys made it. Glad you guys made it. Nima, how are you, sir? Glad y'all are here. This is such a case study because Specifically, Isaac, I think it was you. You know, we were talking last week, like why when we try to get in, you know, it's past our adding point, uh, point one and point two. But yeah, at the same time, why aren't we getting in, Chris? Like it's, you, you know, it's 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 almost one of those things where it's like, well, if it's going down and we're short, why aren't we adding more? And then Isaac, you had the question about what's up with Fin Club, right? And then. Fin Club kept us out of trouble. Following our rules kept us out of trouble. Because as you know, there was a data glitch that came with the earnings and nothing we could do about that. Part of trading is sometimes working with a, an unexpected circumstance, right? Having a glitch that came through on the earnings date, but you know, we worked with it. 
but having that 25% up move was huge, right? And if you weren't ready, if you weren't prepared for anything that can happen, that could have taken you out, right? Um, for example, if uh, if you had put everything into your account, into that one trade, and then it didn't work, that would hurt you tremendously. But like I tell you, like I say, and I talked about on one of the webinars, is that whenever you set up a trade, it is set up right, exactly right, perfectly right on entry. And we don't add unless it's perfectly right on the second or third or even up to fifth buy points. And then as you guys saw, an immediate reversal. So my point with this and why I want to talk about it and why it was a really great discussion with me and Victor this morning is that when a trade doesn't work, generally, unless something goes haywire, generally, you're only going to lose on your smallest size. You're only going to lose on the one unit size, not your two or three unit size, right? Because if we had added without following our plan, we would have lost on all three units, which would have been three times the loss. But that's the way the system is designed to work, is that when you have a winner, you can ride it into the sunset and add up to five positions. When you have a loser, generally, it's only going to be on your smallest unit, whether that unit is 100 shares or 100 contracts or one contract or one share, whatever the case is. That's the way it's designed to work. And it was actually pretty awesome to see it in action, how it kept us out of trouble like that. So yeah, I thought it was great. Worth talking about. Speaking of Victor, good afternoon, Victor. Glad you made it. And Bob, how are you, sir? Glad you made it. All right. Now I got to tell you today is an offensive day, so we are going to get busy. So I'm going to go ahead and get straight into it. And by the way, thank you for joining us. This is a great Monday and uh, let's, let's, let's look to get busy. So this is a 10-minute trading room, and this is exactly, oh, how to trade in 10 minutes a day. I got ahead of myself. And exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, um, Brian also mentioned here, but you usually only only lose part of the move, not the entire thing. Exactly. You're only going, it's just a smidge. Exactly. Well said, Brian. So we are still using our top stock list. In uh, the scanner, I did just download that from barchart.com, and I do have uh, I do have the top stock list updated here. So let's go through and take a look at our 10 minutes to freedom strategy named by our friend Nima. First, we look at the markets, and if it passes there, we go to charts and relative strength, backtest, liquidity, and finally, finding our position size. So with the markets, we're going to look at a handful of things. One is the S&P 500 moving averages the MMFI, which is our market breadth, and finally, Fin Club, our artificial intelligence data. Uh, we need to see that in this case, anything but green since we're going to go short. So uh, let's look at the moving averages here. And by the way, who would have thought that we'd have these humongous giant up days with you know, threat and actual execution of war? Not me, but the blue line is under the black line still. Prices under the red line. Even when all this happens, this is still a bearish market posture. Once these cross over, we'll talk the other way. But as of right now, this is and continues to be a bearish posture. Interestingly, a lot of stocks today are crossing over their own 50-day moving averages. So this is increasing quite a lot, up to 38%. Now, we still want to keep this under 50% if we're looking to go short. So no change there. Still a, a bearish posture. 
but this is looking a little bit more uh a little bit better position from a breadth perspective finally fin club our artificial intelligence data showing red today which means we are set up for an offensive day we are in the market we are ready to look to add to our positions or take some off and potentially put on some new ones. So now we start with existing positions on an offensive day. And we're either going to do one of two things. We're either going to add to our winners or we're going to take off the trade here with our exit points. The only exit points are a stop loss or a trailing stop. So let's take a look at what we have on right now, which I believe is just Roblox. All right, Roblox is the only trade we have on right now. Small winner. But the point is, and I was talking to Victor about this this morning. This is unbelievably, you're not going to believe this, unbelievably falling, following its back test. Let's pull that up real quick. Run. The blue line right there, the one that's hopping and skipping around, is the back test average result. And it's like spot on today's candle unbelievably spot on so what does that tell us that tells us that this is continuing to work as we expect there's literally nothing to do on this trade except for reduce risk so we're going to take our trailing stop and move it down from 54.47 to 53.84 actually no i take that back there is something else we need to do today we need to close this today we need to close it right now Someone tell me in the chat why we need to close this right now. I almost missed it. Someone in the chat tell me why we need to close this right now. Everything you'll need to know is right here on this chart. Tell me why we'd want to close this right now. I'll give you a hint. It does not have to do with the 10-day moving average or trailing stop. Victor says earnings. As far as I know, there shouldn't be any more earnings. So we just had earnings a week or, a week or so ago, 13 days ago, two, day, two weeks ago. That was good. That was good. Let me, let me do this. Let me pull up. Let me pull up the exit points here. Tell me if you see anything on this, these exit points that would cause us to close this trade right now. This is an educational moment right here. I'm glad we can do this. End of the month, it's okay, right? LOL, I'm good for that, Luis. Not the answer I'm looking for, but I'll go ahead and tell you guys. It is a close, and the, remember, everything in here is written for bullish, or a, a going long in a bullish situation. A close below yesterday's low. ATR, uh, not on this one. It is a close below yesterday's low. In this case, come on, nailed it. Kavon nailed it right there. Speaking of nailed it, bam, right over at you, Kavon. You didn't say hi. I didn't know you were here. Good job, everybody, with the participation. Excellent. It's a close below yesterday's low, which in this case was yesterday's high. Yesterday's high was uh, 50.20. Right now we're at 51.40. So what we do in this case, because the trend is showing it's reversing, we close it. That's it. That trade is done. That's the life cycle of a trade right there. So I'm going to go in on my other screen. I'm going to close it. I'm going to tell you exactly what price we are getting out at. Give me just a second here. But I mean, this is before we do anything else. We're closing.
work in the order. Work in the order. If you guys get filled, let me know what price you get filled at. Still work in the order to close. Out. I got filled to close at 14.15. Closing Roblox. March 18th put. March 18th, 65 puts. For 14.15. A small loser. Or small winner, I should say. Small winner. But... As you guys know, watching this trade reverse like this, right? We have no control over this. Not at all. We have no control whatsoever about what the stock does. All that we can do is be reducing risk every single day. So what this does right now, and this was executed when the price is around 51.41. I'll read that to you one more time and then we'll get moving on. A close of Roblox. March 18th, 65 puts, sold to close at $14.15. And we're out. Now, what that means is we have a full, let me double check. I think I'm fully cash. Yeah. I got a hot portfolio right now. I'll tell you what. We are fully cash looking to uh, get to work. So next, so that's why we start with our existing positions, okay? We've just gone through our existing positions. Now let's run our, our charts. We're going to run the AI chart bearish power scanner. And it's going to check all of this criteria for us in about 10 seconds. So going over here. By the way, notice my excitement level. Notice my uh, anxiety level. There is none. Right? Trading is boring. Or it should be boring. <laughs> rules are boring, but rules make you money. This was a rule. We had to follow it today, nearly passed it, but you know what? That's why we write everything down so that as we're going through, we're reading it, we're making sure, taking our profits. All right, so we're running the AI chart bearish power scanner and we will see what pulls through because I don't know. Nima got it. Yep, close below. Well done, sir. I learned this particular lesson from David Ryan. Uh, you may know David Ryan. He uh, He's a friend of Intervini, three-time U.S. investing champion. And the way he describes it is, look, a, a, a horse that leaves the starting gate does not back up into the stables, right? If the trend is going, you're not going to have an issue where he backs up and uh, turns the other direction. That's the case right here. All right, bearish power scanner is taking its sweet time. Let me refresh my trend spider. Maybe that'll help. Turn that one off. Let's refresh this AI chart bearish power scanner. You can get to it for one of two ways. You can have it up in the sidebar over here, or you can go to the market scanner and it'll blast it open down here. Either way. I oversold it. I said it takes 10, 10 seconds. Now it's taking a sweet time. All right. Um, while that's going, I want to move on. Uh, I'll do our final thoughts, then we'll come back to this. So one of the things that I want to start doing is when I see questions on the internet, I want to have a discussion about them, right? Uh, additionally, with our, our quotes, things that are useful, I want to talk about 
um, some questions that people have. So one question I found on the internet was, was are stock trading bots profitable? Now, you guys may or may not have seen the interview I did with um, Option Alpha. What's his name? Kirk. Kirk Duplessis, Option Alpha. Um, Kirk was actually pretty instrumental in me getting involved in this. Uh, I started listening to Kirk way back when and following him. And then um, like he and I both kind of went separate directions. But the fact is that I learned a lot from him. And we've had a great few conversations and pretty cool. But are stock trading pro bots profitable has 100% to do with, is your strategy profitable? If you have a profitable strategy, you can stick it in a bot and let it execute all day and all night. If you have a unprofitable strategy, you can stick it in a bot and let it work for you all day and all night. Both of them will return exactly what the strategy is meant to do. So are stock trading bots profitable? They can be. If you have taken the time to find a system, a strategy, a set of rules that work, and you can code it into those, yeah, for sure. But if you're just, <laughs> I saw one on the internet the other day. It was this uh, this guy who I've seen advertising several different things, uh, but he was holding up his phone. He goes, oh, look at this brand new uh is it possible to make money online in 2022 with this AI uh, 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 artificial intelligent crypto trading bot? It just made me $2,000 while I've been standing right here. And I was like, oh no, somebody's going to get scammed so hard on that. Oh yeah. But yeah, bots are profitable if you have a good strategy. Otherwise, I wouldn't trust them. All right. So let's go back to our charts. We do have some that pulled through 23. So I expected more. I'm going to refresh that just one more time because I, I, I did feel like it should have pulled through more. Okay, here we go. We're up to 33, 35, 36. All right. So now we clone, and I'm going to copy this. And all I'm doing right now is transposing it sideways. Okay. So we're taking 36, and we're going to drop them into our relative strength scanner. Edit, pay special values. The reason we did that is because we've gone through the charts, the, the chart step, and we have found the 33 charts that match these criteria. Now, there are some traders that as of right now would say, okay, I got to put all 33 on, but not as 10 minute stock traders. We're going to look at the relative strength of each one, finding out comparatively what is its average gain divided by its average loss, and then compare that to the S&P 500s average gain to average loss. And that sounds hard and confusing, but don't you worry. You just drop it in the relative strength scanner and we got a lot to choose from today. Whoa. Okay, we're gonna have to get busy. This is, I can guarantee you without a doubt, this is the most we've ever had in a single day. So I may need to shut up and get busy, hang on. Okay, uh, 23. Now I'm gonna take these and go back to Trend Spider into my secondary list. I'm going to edit this. I'm going to take off everything because we don't need any of those guys anymore. So here's our list now. Now at this point, a lot of people would say, oh, well, I can trade these, right? Uh, they, their charts are great. Their uh, 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 relative strength is great, but no, not us. We go through and we do some more due diligence. So we say, hey, what's the back test look like? We know our strategy works. But we need to make sure that our strategy works on that stock, right? Um, 
Brian says, where can we buy the bot? Dude, <laughs> listen, if I could code this into a bot, I would have already done this. It's possibly in the future it could be done, but at the moment, it I don't think it can be done. Yeah, absolutely, Luis. I would love to have this in a bot. Save me a lot of time. All right. Now, we're going to go through these one by one with our strategy tester. And if you need the back testing criteria, I got you. In the 10-minute trading room, you can just go to the back testing criteria tab. Everything you'll need is right there. And you can just code this into TrendSpider. As you know, it's super easy. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through all of these lists that have passed. And we're going to look at this number here. If this number is positive, we'll hold on to it. If it's negative, I'm going to mark it red. And we're going to backtest all of these charts within a span of just no minutes at all. So LCRX, JP Morgan is a negative for us. Alibaba, surprising. That's a Chinese stock. Those have been really beat down. That's a negative. IBM, just thinking about it. Okay, negative 995. Southwest Airlines. Okay, negative on that one. Citibank, negative on that one. MasterCard, negative on that one. McDonald's, negative on that one. And this is just our way of making sure that our strategy fits this stock. Past performance is not indicative of future results. The history does rhyme. Oh man, I can't believe none of these are passing so far. But that's why we do our due diligence. This is our due diligence. We're not going to look at balance sheets. We're not going to look at cash flows. We're going to look at things like ASO. That has a 6% return. Although I can tell you right now, this one's not going to pass for us. Um, well, it might on the other moving average. Because it's already found its bottom of the projected data. So we'll, we'll come back to that. SPGI, same thing on that one, but we can still look at it. Brian says, it's amazing how many potential trades we can identify and how quickly they can dwindle down to a best case scenario. Yeah, exactly. We take 500 stocks and by the time we get done, we got a handful, if that. Visa, negative 43%. Nike, negative 13%. Now, these are pretty wide ranging too. I mean, we've got everything from airlines to cruise ships to Nike to wind gaming to Caterpillar. So it's not one industry that I'm saying is a problem. It's just a lot of stuff along several places. Fastly, that one passed. AMT, that's a fail. Uh, STLA is a pass. Airbnb is a fail. Morgan Stanley is a fail. That's okay. What I'm going to do, I'm going to run this one more time, the power scanner, see if anything else pulls through. We'll drop it in the relative strength tester, and then we're going to go with what we got left. We have more now. Uh, 52 now, such so twice as many as a few minutes ago. That's good. That means we have more opportunities. Clone watch list, copy, paste in here. All right, now go back to relative strength scanner, see who pulls through, edit, 
Pay special values. You don't have to do it a second time. I just am. Give it just a second to think. Isaac asks, are we using the top 500 list or the S&P? I know there's a crossover between these. There is a crossover. What we found, thanks to Louise, is that there are days when there are some names like Roblox that are not in the S&P 500 because they're not one of the 500 biggest companies. But they are uh, being traded a lot. They have a lot of liquidity. And so we found this list called the most active stop, stock options. And the objective with that is to be able to find not just what's in the S&P 500, but to find what's being traded today. And we just use the same uh, strategy. We're just applying it to a little bit different list, which allows us to, to really take more advantage of what is um, more liquid. By the way, I just saw Facebook on here, but it didn't have a setup for entry. Starbucks, I just saw on there. These are big names that are getting monkey hammered. That's not good. Not good for the market. We're indifferent, of course. We're opportunists. We're 10 minute stock traders. Okay. Now we got our second group, Microsoft, right there. Edit, pay special values. Let this work for a second. Isaac says, very nice. Brian says, since there's more activity, and we get more charts closer to four, I feel better about you being on Benzinga from three to 3.30. At the moment, I'm glad you mentioned that. At the moment, that is not happening. However, Mitch and I, our Money Mitch from Benzinga, we're having a uh, offline discussion right now about what we're gonna do, because he's he's trying to expand some stuff too. I don't know when or what or what we're gonna do, but at the moment, there's no issues with the uh, Benzinga daily. That's okay. Oh, I did. This is somewhat of an announcement while that runs. Uh, I did sign my uh, exclusive deal with ShareVision, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's going to start next week. So everything we do on the podcast will be exclusive to ShareVision. And in return, they're going to put us on the homepage, which is pretty badass. I couldn't imagine what life would be like on the homepage of YouTube, but that's pretty much what we're looking at. Okay, so we only have a handful more to backtest. Uh and that was worth our time right there. ZS. I don't know what that is at all. But is that bearish? Yeah. Okay. CCL. Nope. Into. Nope. SWKS. Nope. ASAN. Nope. And lastly, Beyond Meat. This one might pass. I don't know. Just a guess. Of course, this is like a cliffhanger now, right? Kevon found Beyond. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting on right now, Kevon. Man, let me refresh this again. All right, let's do our 10-day again. Hit run. Whoa, 69%. I'll take that. Uh, the issue, though, is it's already got pretty beat up, and it's not 
further down than uh, this trend line here, but that's okay. Here's what we're going to do. Now that we've backtested all of our lists, we can see the reds we're not even going to look at again. The blues have a chance. Uh, so let's go through each blue. And we're going to test the 5 and the 10 because we want to do two things. We want to find the ones that have positive expectancy, which we've done already. But we want to find the best trend line, and that we want to make sure it exceeds the second and third buy points. Um, so let me type these in because we're going to need it real quick. ASO. ASO. BYND. SPGI. SPGI. FSLY. FSLY. STLA. ZS. STLA. ZS. ZS. My finger's working the right way. Okay. So now we know all of our uh, next entry points and everything. So what we're going to do very quickly is we're going to look, because I know we're running out of time. And I want to make sure that I can send an email with everything. So I'm going to go through each one and see if we can find what we need to see. So this is on the 10 day. It's 6%, but it's not going anywhere. Let's look at the five day. Maybe this will do better for us. 13%, but it's already done. ASO is off our radar because it does not pass the second and third buy points. We would need to see it below uh, 3009 at the least. And it's uh, the back test does not show. So I'm going to mark that one red so we don't come back to it. SPGI. So since this one doesn't plot out on the chart, that's no problem because we just know it's within 10 candles. It needs to go through the second and third buy points. So SPGI. Second and third buy points are at, is it at 361 and 349. So this goes to 10 candles is negative 494. So I'll draw that out right now. Negative 494%. Right there. Okay. And that was 360. One and three forty-nine. I'm I'm already thinking that this one's not going to do it, but I don't know. Three sixty-one. Uh, eight three. Get that blue. And the next one is three forty-nine. Oh, three sixty-three ten. Oh, this changed. Three sixty-three ten. Three fifty-one fifty-nine. And then the other was 351. Yeah, I don't even need to do the next one. 351. It doesn't cross through the second buy point. So that one's now off our radar. SPGI is gone. Let's look at the next lowest one, FSLY. Wow, look at this. 94% on the five-day. 83% on the 10-day. Wow, I don't know what's going on with Fastly, but it is not healthy. All right, so five-day, EMA, trailing, stop. That's the better of the two lines. Now the five-day, is it going to plot for us? Yes. Looking at 16 and 1364. 1364. That goes through. This is going to look good. And this, I think it was 16 exactly. 16, yeah. 
Uh, Luis, did you tell us about Fastly the other day? I don't remember. I feel like you did. All right, Fastly's on our radar. Uh, SPGI is not. Next, STLA. Oh, no, next. Next on the relative strength, we want the lowest to highest is beyond. BYND. Okay, we're looking at the five-day as 104%. Wow. The 10-day is 69%. So the five-day is strong. What would the next ATRs be? 42, 32, 37.93. Will it pass 37.93? No. As much as I would love to get in this, the back test does not reach that point. So we're going to skip. Oh, you did. Okay, good. Luis, I thought you did. Yeah, Kavan, perfect. Let's see if the 10 day does. No, the 10 day doesn't either. Beyond me, as much as I'd love to trade it, does not pass the back test. So we can't, does not fit our rules. Next is STLA. STLA. Oh, yeah, that looks good. So 12 on the 10 day and, oh, negative 8 on the 5 day. We can't trade that because it's a negative expectancy. Because if we do add and we start at the 10 day and we add on the 5 day, we now have a negative expectancy on this. So this is a fail. So now we're down to ZS. 37% on the 10 day, 42% on the, I'm sorry, 37 on the 5 day, 42% on the 10 day. So ZS is looking good for 10 day. A, DMA, trailing stop. Okay. Now, would it go through its next two points? 193.26. Let's just start there. 193.26. And then let's draw our percent. So we're going to find 10 candles is negative 8.87%. Not going to make it. There. Yeah, we got a long ways off to get to our second buy point. So that's okay. So that gives us just Fastly. And the market's moving a lot right now. So there actually may be more that come through. I don't know. Later on. But we're going to go focus on Fastly. That's the only one that passes our test right now. The stop loss here would be 1969. So I'm going to write that on the chart here. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to put 10 or 5 day. 5 day was 94%. 10 day was 83%. So we went with the 5 day. Oh, I did write. Sorry. I totally just wasted 30 seconds there. Remove. Yeah, it's up here. Five day. Okay. And then I want to draw approximately what that looks like so we can use it later. Okay. So now we're going to put here where we're at today. We're going to set an orange line for our trailing stop, which is at 1969. Orange. And right now it is at 1846, I make this green. Okay, now let's go into Tastyworks and this is FSLY. Let's see if we can even find some options that work for us. 
Now we're going to go for roughly the, I'll spell this out for you. It's, I know it's at least a million shares, so that's no problem here. 21 days to open, uh, 21 days to expiration with 250% or 250 open interest with a less than 50 cent bid ask spread. See if we can find at least that much so far. Okay. Uh, that's close, but not there. Let's go to a monthly chain. Monthly looks way better. Okay. I'm looking at the March 18th chain, the 20 puts or the 22 and a half. Open interest is good. Extrinsic value. Let's take a look at these. So 79 divided by 244. That's the extrinsic value divided by the, uh, the ask price is 32%. So we don't want that. But if we go 31 divided by 450, that's only 7%. Yeah, that one looks good. That fits our criteria here. So I'm looking at the 22 and a half Fastly uh, March 18th puts. In fact, I'm going to go put these on because I don't see any reason why not to. Less than 20%, less than 50. Yep, this passes. Now, if you need your position size calculations, no problem. Just head on over to the... Uh, relative strength scanner, unless I closed it. Oh, we're on the, it's right there in front of me. Duh. All right, put in your information right here. And then this should give you your share size and your option size. So I'm going to go on my other screen and I am going to execute this trade. This is Fastly, S-L-Y. One unit, whatever your unit size is, and the unit size is, is determined here. And you would use that unit size no matter what going forward. Uh, to add to the positions. So let me go back. We're looking at the March 18th, 22 and a half puts. Let's see if I can get filled. I am filled. March 18th, 22 and a half puts filled for $4.40. That's where I got filled, $4.40. Fastly, March 18th, 22 and a half puts for $4.40. Okay, cool. So we closed Roblox. We added Fastly. That's all we've done today. So I will uh, go send an email right now with these details. Thank you guys for coming. This was, was a long one as we talked through a lot of different stuff. I appreciate everyone's feedback and participation. This was really good today. I feel like um, we learned a lot. That, that was important to me to make sure you guys learn a lot as we go. So I, like I say, I'm going to send this email. Hopefully it gets over to you in the next couple minutes. Thank you so much for coming to today's trading room. I will see you here tomorrow. Hey, don't forget before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that, is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com, and I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.